Hey, what's up, guys? This is Brandon, your host of Energized One. Ignore the little ding you probably just heard because it's my Apple Watch telling me to breathe because I talk way too fast <laughs> and it wants me to breathe. Um, anyway, so I have some very exciting news. I have finally passed a thousand miles of fully electric driving uh, in our 2019 Chevrolet Bolt. My current commute just you know, regardless of the other side trips we've taken, is 50 miles round trip each day. Uh, so that's about 24, 25 miles one way. So uh, my prior, my previous car would use about 30 miles per gallon worth of gas. So if you think of it, I'd be using roughly two gallons of gas every single day just driving to work. And we all know gas is expensive. So I did a little calculation uh, based on the amount of electricity we use and the how much it costs to drive those a thousand miles. So here, uh, my house, we signed up for a very cheap electrical plan, uh, fully renewable using 100% renewable resources. Uh, and we are paying before the utility fees about four cents a kilowatt hour, uh, roughly around there. So for that 1,000 miles, we used about 220 kilowatts, and I just calculated we used about $10 worth of electricity to drive 1,000 miles. If I would have driven 1,000 miles in my previous vehicle, which was a 2017 Volkswagen Golf, it would have cost roughly about 60 to $65 for that 1,000 miles. So we literally just saved 50 miles, or 50 miles, $50 in less than a month of driving a thousand miles. It is unbelievable. Drive electric. Exciting things are happening, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I am really torn on what I want to do for today's episode. Uh, I have been trying to think of things and I cannot just wrap my head around one idea. Uh, <laughs> so bear with me if this particular episode is all over the place. You know, prior to my Energized One podcast, I actually had a podcast out called Rambles with Brandon, which was just literally a podcast about random topics and random conversations with people. And it was a blast, but it just was not streamlined in the slightest. So I have a feeling that I'm going to mix those podcast episodes with this episode. So it's probably going to be all over the place, but it's always a fun journey when you're having fun. <laughs> um, yeah, that's totally what I meant to say. Let's get started. Because this episode is going to be all over the place, I have focused it down on two particular topics that I would like to discuss. So for the first one, I would like to discuss picking up litter in local areas and making your neighborhoods a little bit more clean. Uh, and then for the second part, I would like to give an update of what it has been like for the past few weeks to drive a fully electric vehicle or specifically the 2019 Chevrolet Bolt EV. I definitely have some updates on that. Um, <laughs> some good, some bad. But uh, so, you know, for the tips on what you can do when it comes to picking up litter, uh, I know in our area, we have about 50,000 people who live in this area and it's very condensed. Uh, you know, uh, you pretty much live right on top of your neighbors, which is totally okay because we have awesome neighbors. Very fortunate to have that. Uh, but with a lot of people who live in this area, there tends to be a little bit more litter uh, from people who are driving by or from walking uh, who just 
tend to just throw things out of their vehicles. Um, so I know for whenever my husband and I are walking around the neighborhoods, we have noticed some plastic bags, some cups, cigarette buds, uh, plastic bags, I think I just said that, um, pretty much thrown everywhere. Uh, for example, across the street from our house, there is a soccer field and there tends to be plastic water bottles left. Uh, we just saw a pair of shoes someone had left. Um, you know, just a lot of stuff. So uh, I come from, or I'm originally from Twinsburg, Ohio, and there's this gentleman I met the other day. Uh, I believe his name is Jim. Um, he is a retired gentleman, and he has spent many, many years walking around Twinsburg, Ohio, uh, picking up trash. Uh, and I got a chance to talk with him the other day, and sadly, I did not record the conversation because we were at a senior luncheon that I was helping my mom out with. And um, he told me that he would pick up all the trash at once and then go home and sort it based on the trash. And on average throughout the week, he would pick up more than 500 pounds worth of garbage. Just take a second to let that sit in. Every single week in Twinsburg, Ohio, which is a population of about 18,500 people, he would pick up 500 pounds of trash a week. That just blows my mind. So I'm thinking of, since we live in a city that is highly condensed with about 50,000 uh, people in the population, just imagine how much trash is just thrown everywhere and how much things could be cleaned up. So I am going to make it a point whenever I'm on a walk with my dog or by myself to carry a trash bag in one of those litter pickups or one of those claws that you see in the infomercials uh, that <laughs> you can pick up, you know, things from tall shelves. Um especially if you're shorter. Uh, <laughs> I'm six one, so sometimes I don't have to worry about that. Um, but I want to make it a pact and promise to myself that I will start doing that. So if you are interested in picking up litter in your area, um, it it is really beneficial. Uh, you know, for example, this really surprised me, but I'm not surprised. The biggest common or the biggest pollutant or litter that is uh, found on our roadways is tobacco products or cigarette buds. Um, one random fact, that I don't think a lot of people know, cigarette buds are not biodegradable. So when people are done smoking them, that little brown yellow piece at the end, which is quote unquote filter, um, cannot be uh, just thrown out. They will pollute waterways, uh, animals will eat them, they'll choke on them. They're not biodegradable in the slightest. So uh, if you are a smoker, definitely be a little bit more mindful before you toss it out the window. Uh, and some of the other common litter or uh, products that you find on the road, uh, paper and plastics. Um, the one thing that really surprised me is I was doing a little bit more research on picking up litter on the streets. Um, it can obviously be a safety hazard. Say, for example, what if a plastic bag blew up and got caught in your brakes, or that's always a big fear of mine, um, or caught in another moving part of your vehicle, or maybe blinded you so you couldn't see the car in front of you and you got into an accident. Um, that, yeah, it, it's scary to think, you know, the damage that litter can cause. Um, and one other thing that really surprised me, and I never really thought about this, is that litter can catch on fire uh, and cause massive amount of damage. Obviously, you know, you can see what's happening in California and some of the drier states, uh, all the wildfires that are happening. Um, I'm not saying that that was started because of litter, um, but it could potentially could cause damage just like that. Um, so the most 
the most common thing or, you know, the most mindful thing that you could be is don't throw your litter out the window. Hold on to it until you get home and you can throw it in the trash or recycle it. Uh, your cigarette buds, hold on to them in an ashtray, empty your ashtray in a trash can. Don't throw anything out the window. Um, and if you are interested in picking up trash, definitely keep safety in mind. Uh, you know, there are a lot of news reports about construction workers and other people who are on the road being hit by vehicles, uh, specifically hit and runs are starting to become more common. Wear safety vests, bright colors, uh, do it in the nighttime. Don't do it. At, uh, I mean, do it in the daytime. Don't do it at nighttime where people may not see you. And it could be dangerous if you're out in the middle of the street picking up garbage. Um, so neon colors and vibrant colors are definitely your friend. Um, and also another thing too, that you could think of, uh, when you're looking for trash to pick up, keep in mind the location, uh, typically, you know, where there's going to be more public transportation, more people using public transit, uh, there is going to be a large amount of people there who could possibly be littering. So, for example, in the Cleveland area, there is the the rapid, as we call it, or the RTA train that takes you from certain sub sub uh, um, suburban areas or uh, different parts of Cleveland downtown and so forth and so forth. And uh, I know from riding the train, the trains are very clean. But looking outside the train, I've always seen a lot of trash and garbage thrown uh, on the tracks, uh, as well as in the gravel around it. Uh, so definitely keep in mind that if you are doing that, ask for permission from either a store owner or a manager or someone who is a property owner. That way you're not trespassing <laughs> and uh, you can um, help them clean up their property. Um, and then another, the final one that I don't think a lot of people may not think of um, is when you're in recreational areas like camping or hiking, um, specifically on the beach, obviously ocean pollution and all the plastic in the ocean is a very big issue. Um, you know, keep in mind when people are camping, sometimes they throw things out, sometimes they don't think, take things with them, or sometimes it may just fall out by accident and they end up leaving it. Uh, so um, if you are looking to clean recreational areas such as campgrounds or hiking areas, definitely ask for permission first, um, especially if it's like a national park, I'm sure they will be more than happy to have you helping out, uh, but it would also protect surrounding wildlife. Um, and uh, the one great thing about uh, picking up trash is that you can either do it like Jim uh, and do it on your own while you're going for walks, or you can volunteer in large groups. Maybe your company or your organization or wherever you work has a team of people who are like-minded and would like to help pick up litter as well. Get together, make communities more clean as well as green. So it's been about three weeks since we brought our 2019 Chevrolet Bolt EV home and now that we are finally living with it day to day, it's a, definitely a different experience compared to when I would just go test drive the vehicles. Um, you know, I have experience obviously from working at Tesla in the past, driving EVs on long trips, so forth and so forth, but I never really had a chance to live with one day in and day out, except for my Volt, which is obviously a different story because it's partial electric, partial gas. So um, to finally, actually have a 100% battery electric vehicle in our uh, driving fleet fleet <laughs> of two cars. Um, <laughs> it's been it's been definitely a unique experience specifically with the Bolt. 
Uh, I have no worries with my driving range. You know, the, the battery size and the driving range of the Bolt is totally enough for me to get to work and back and so forth and do different trips. Um, so I have no range anxiety. I really love how the car handles. It's quick. Uh, you know, you can uh, get on the highway quickly. You can get around people who are going slow. Um, or if you live in Cleveland, like I do, you can get around bad drivers <laughs> and, uh, you know, move on. Um, the regen is awesome. Uh, you know, the regenerative braking, it's really nice to come to a complete stop using just one pedal. Don't really have to worry about the wear and tear on the brake pads as much as you would in any other vehicle. Um, and that, you know, there, there's a lot to love about this vehicle. However, now that I'm driving it more on a day-to-day basis everything has cons as well as pros and some of the cons that i'm noticing in this car is that uh sometimes the uh regen does not kick in as strong as i would like it to when you're coming from uh while you're accelerating and you want to come to a stop sometimes you do have to apply the brake and sometimes you think the car will stop with the regen and then all of a sudden you're realizing that hey i have to put the brake pedal on now and then all of a sudden, you know, you go to regen again and the car is suddenly regening at the same, uh, regening, that's a new word. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's regening, um, at the, at a stronger force than prior. Um, so that's one thing that I really can't figure out. Um, another thing that I don't really like about it is the, um, the fact that like whenever you're using the level one charger that come with the, that comes with the vehicle, it is set to eight amps. In the settings, you can use it at 12 amps, which is obviously more powerful and it's gonna charge the car faster um, on that level one. Uh, but you know, there's like a little warning that pops up that it could put a little bit more wear and tear on your electrical wiring in your house and so forth and so forth. Um, but it's you can't keep it on 12 amps. Every time you unplug the vehicle and start the vehicle over, um, or start it, it switches back to eight amps. So you have to go through the menu and hit 12 amps again, every single time. It is something, it's kind of an extra step that you have to remind yourself before you plug in. It's not obviously a big deal, but it would be nice if there was like a memory setting to where it stayed at 12 amps. So we don't constantly have to switch and go through the menus. Um, another thing that I'm noticing that's more of a fit and finish issue, uh, the driver's seat is starting to creak. Um, you know, I we only have like 1,100 miles on the car now, and it just started on Friday. I don't know why it's doing it. It just sounds like a rocking chair uh, for some reason. Not, not really sure. Um, you know, I know some GM products don't really have the best materials and the best quality, um, so I don't really know if that's what's causing it. Um, I'm going to take it into the dealership if it persists or if it gets worse. Uh, but yeah, right now when you take a turn, uh, when you go and, uh, take a turn, it's like, er, er, er. <laughs> and it's just in the driver's seat. It's not in the other, uh, any of the other seats. Um, so it is, yeah, it's definitely interesting. So I guess if that keeps up, we'll definitely be taking it in. Um, but everything else has been great. You know, the car handles well. I love, I love the sound system for being a base model. Uh, the winter package is awesome. You know, having the heated steering wheel and the heated seats. Never thought I would like a car with the heated steering wheel, but I have to say, I don't know if I could live without one. <laughs> I don't know if my next car, uh, you know, in, in, you know, a few years, 
If it doesn't have one, I don't know if I could look at it. I almost feel like I have to have a heated steering wheel from now on, especially living in Cleveland. It's been nice on these cool fall mornings to have my hands on something that's that's heated. Um, and then uh, the other feature that I really like is the safety features. Ours has um, all the assistant packages. So it has like the emergency stopping, lane keep assist, blind spot warning, the cross traffic alert. Um, and so forth. I think the only thing it doesn't have is the adaptive cruise, which another thing that surprises me that this car does not have is adaptive cruise control, uh, especially for the price. I really hope that Chevy, whenever they redesign it, um, refresh the bolt that they offer it with adaptive cruise, because at that price point, there's no reason why it shouldn't have that. Um, but the, the camera system and the uh, sonar system has been really awesome. Um, it saved my life a few times, uh, you know, when like semi trucks cut me off, the car will automatically brake for itself. Um, you know, the blind spot warning is pretty sensitive, so it's nice, uh, especially with the thicker C pillars on the bolt. Sometimes the uh, blind spots are hard, but the, the sensors definitely help with that. Uh, but for example, you know, my husband was driving the car today to get groceries and people in our area tend to be not the best drivers, um, <laughs> to say the least. But he was driving home and all of a sudden this Ford uh, cut him off and the car, there was a bright flashing LED on the dashboard because right underneath the, um, the windshield, there's tiny little LEDs that will flash red whenever the car is emergent, you know, stopping on its own using the emergency braking system. And it flashed and it brought the car to a complete stop. Uh, saved my husband's life. Um, and, you know, he was going around 35 miles per hour. So that right there is amazing uh, when that happens. Obviously, the other car was in the wrong. It cut across three lanes of traffic to go a certain way. And um, yeah, it was just a very, very dangerous situation. So thankfully, we had that system and it helped um, prevent a horrible accident. Um, the, the rear traffic alert is, uh, or the cross traffic alert is really nice too. You know, we were at Costco yesterday and uh, you know, the Bolt's a smaller car and when we park other cars kind of block your view. So it was nice to know that there was cars coming back and forth uh, behind you and uh, it would alert and let you know which direction that particular car was coming. Um, so kudos to you, uh, GM and Chevy for creating very sensitive safety systems. Now, please, please work on that emergency uh, or the adaptive cruise control system. That would be awesome. So that's going to be it for this week's random Energized One episode. Uh, I apologize that it was totally all over the place, but I just could not get my mind on one uh, track this weekend. So uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed it. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, definitely follow me on Twitter at B, just the letter B, totally almost said the number B, uh, <laughs> the letter B underscore energized. So it's like be energized. And then also follow and like me on Facebook at energized underscore one, as well as my YouTube channel at energized underscore one. So thank you guys for joining me today and make every single day electrifying. Take care.